The Black Panther has been the protector of Wakanda for generations. A mantle passed from warrior to warrior. And now, because your friend murdered my father, I also wear the mantle of king. So I ask you, as both warrior and king, how long do you think you can keep your friend safe from me? You will remember me. I'm gonna be here with you till the day I die. Now we all got our drums. Now when you're playing a drum, it don't matter what key you in, what bar you in, what planet you on. But Mr. Brown, Cloud will be in a different time than the rest of the band. It doesn't work musically. How many hit records you got, sir? Huh? Fellas, does it sound good? Yeah, yeah. Does it feel good? Yeah. God made your ears. You didn't make them. You gonna argue with God's ears? If it sound good and it feel good, then it's musical. So play it like I say play it. From the top. One, two, one, two, hit it! Hello everyone and welcome to this very special episode of the Popcorn for Dinner podcast. I'm your host, Bankole Mokwede, and I'm joined by my co-host, Obiora George Ifacho. Was that good enough? <laughs> How are you, Obiora? Yeah, not too bad, man. Weekend. Um, staying healthy, staying wealthy. <laughs> Lol, staying wealthy. <laughs> nah, man, I'm actually not okay. I'm actually not okay. I've been watching, I don't know why I do this to myself, right? I'm watching to watch Arsenal, and it's just not good for my health. So. No, no. You, we, no, we, I have, we're never oh, mentioning those words. It's just tough, man. It's tough. No, we're not talking about that institution in this podcast. This is an Arsenal free podcast. It's funny because all four people involved in this podcast are all Arsenal fans. And like, I made it from the moment we started this podcast, like, never, we're not talking about that institution in this podcast. So this is the first and last time. No. <laughs> I bring Arsenal up, but hey, yeah, um, didn't DM anyone this week. Um, we thank God. Progress. Oh shit! I know what I did this week. Actually, I watched this movie. Um, it's called The Conversation. Have you heard about it? Nope. It's by Francis Ford about? Coppola. So basically, oh really? When did this you come guy? Out? Listen, this guy made The Godfather, Godfather Two, and The Conversation yeah. in the same year, and they both got nominated for Best Picture. Then after that, I made Apocalypse Now. Those four movies. It's like when well, he made Godfather direct... and Godfather Two in the same year. No, he made The Conversation. And Godfather 2 in the same year. And they both got and like, best picture. And they both got, like, he beat himself for best picture. Godfather 2 won. So I watched that movie. And it's like, that's probably like the, one of the greatest four picture runs I've ever seen. Yeah, well, stop recommending old movies. People listening to this book are not going to watch old movies. They want, we need to be, we need to be like current. We need to let people think that we know what's going on right now. Otherwise, they'll stop coming back. <laughs> Please. Uh, are you trying to think of a movie that came out this year to, re- to recommend? I'm trying to think of one. I can't really. Cinema is dead and that's what Scorsese said, isn't it? So. <laughs> Stop. Um, oh, gosh. How have you been there? Yeah. How have you been? Eh, we're alive, so we, we continue like that. Um, This is an episode on and about the late and very great Chadwick Boseman. Later, we're going to discuss Chadwick's impact and his legacy and Honestly, everything in between. But before then, you and I are going to talk about his actual last two films. 
yeah. Rainey's yeah. Black Bottom and The Five Bloods, both on Netflix worldwide. Uh, but first of all, just a bit of admin before we get into all that. Uh, a bit of more side news. So you guys are going to hear this a couple of weeks later, but just before we recorded, DMX was pronounced dead. So yeah, rest in peace to him. All the best wishes to his family and obviously his, his fans who are mourning him at this time. I am going to have a Chadwick article on the blog in the next few days. It, I don't know, it's in part an accompanying piece and in part like a follow-up to this episode. Um, Obia, should we tell them what we're doing for the Oscars? Oh, this, stupid, the Oscars. this stupid idea that, that we're doing. Um, so the Oscars are on the 25th of April. So just after the Oscars finish on the 25th, at about 4 a.m., Obia and I are going to go record straight. a... A live it's basically a live episode, isn't it? We're gonna record like the Oscars so, thing, yeah. so it's gonna be four AM and Obi and I are gonna be recording podcasts for you guys because we care that much. So and that will obviously be out later in the day on the twenty sixth. So the Oscars happen on twenty fifth, finish at four AM. We're gonna record from four AM to God knows when. And then hopefully put that out. Not hopefully, definitely put that out. I'll be listening to the book and Chinedu. Definitely definitely put that out um later on the twenty sixth. Uh, one last piece of admin the composer for my film Hannah Warmer she has like virtual concerts that she does um, was on stage it she's doing like a crowdfunding concert for our film on the 28th which is a classical um, violinist if you want to listen to like incredible music at a concert for whatever amounts you're willing to pay um, do you have anything you want to talk about before we go talk about these movies no, I don't think so. Let's get into it. Okay. Yeah, let's get into it. We ain't ripping off shit. Who feel like they're ripping something off? We was the very first people that died for this red, white, and blue. Yeah, that's right. It was a soul brother. Christmas Addicts at the motherfucking Boston Massacre. We've been dying for this country from the very get. Hoping one day they'd give us our rightful place. All they give us was a foot up our black asses. Fuck that. I say, the USA owe us. We built this bitch. The Five Bloods is a story about five African-American Vietnam War vets. Four of them are, have come back to Vietnam, I guess 30 years later, 40 years later, because it's present day, so 40 years yeah, later, yeah, yeah. to get the remains of their leader, played by Chadwick Boseman, and... Also, we don't know at the time, but also to get a bit of gold that they had um, buried and lost during the war. Yeah. Um, we're not going to talk too much about the movie because the movie does have quite a bit of spoilers. But yes, like I said, um, their leader is played by Chadwick Boseman. We only see him in flashback sequences because he dies during the war. The rest of the cast includes Daryl Lindo in a quite incredible performance, one of the best of yeah. last year. Jonathan Majors, who most people might know from Lovecraft Country, he plays Daryl Linda's son. Clark Peters, Norm Lewis, and Isaiah Whitlock round off the Vietnamese Vietnam War vets. Obi, you know, these were actually dealing with quite a few like the wire actors in these two these yeah. two movies. Quite quite a lot of them, like five of them or something, like five back to back. Um what do you think about this movie and would you recommend this movie to people? Because we're not going to go too in-depth like we normally do. Um, but just... So I I think I'll answer like what worked for me in this movie was like the performances mm-hmm. from Dora Linda was really, really good. Um, obviously, um, I didn't think 
the African American experience in the Vietnam War was actually told by anyone yet. No, I think you this know, is the first. I think this is the first time that the first one. So I think it was really good on Spike Lee to show, you know, because you're, and there's like one scene with the the Vietnam lady on the radio. I think her name was like Hanoi Hannah or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was used as like a propaganda for North Vietnamese soldiers. Yeah, this is all real by the way. Yeah. This is all real by the way. Yeah. and she's basically telling the African American soldiers that like, why are you guys fighting for America? Mm-hmm. What are you guys doing? You're going to come back to... You guys are literally discriminating in your country and you're literally fighting for them. What are you guys doing? It's kind of like and that like scene a, in... Sorry, kind of like that scene in Watchmen as well where the like the Germans obviously send the flyers and like, why are you guys here? Yeah. Like, because yeah. Your, your your government tells you this, does not mean you come and fight like against us. Like, what are you guys doing here? Also, one before you get, get back to you, one thing, like this movie, I think Oliver Stone was meant to direct it as before and obviously Oliver Stone is well known for his like war movies and stuff but when he had when the script was with him it was a very different script it was when spike lee got attached that he changed it to like the african-american soldiers and like african-american experience and everything so before i'd love very... to see that movie though yeah it's a minute, Oliver... it's a minute, but like oliver stone has come out and like there was this interview between him and spike he was like he just couldn't crack the film right he tried for years and he couldn't figure out how to make the film so I guess that's where Spike Lee obviously gets on board and then he changes it to like they're all African American and like Yeah, yeah. And it's that struggle on um I think you kind of capture that struggle on how there was that conflict between African Americans. Because I think African Americans made up for like I think it was like either thirty to forty percent of the mm-hmm. troops. But um um it wasn't representative of the actual yeah, overall thirteen like percent in America, thirteen percent population in America and then thirty yeah. to forty in the war. Just like in, okay. In in um, yeah, exactly. Which is which very, very which like Yeah. I mean we could talk about the whole draft system and how that was like another racist, classist kind of nonsense, but it draws a lot of um it draws your eyes and your ears to like the comparison between the African American population to the population in, in prisons. Yeah, I, and there was that whole scene of when oh I don't want spoil this movie when a very important yeah no spoilers, no spoilers. But there was one scene where um it really affected all the all the oh, all no, we, we can say that we can say that because like during the vietnam yeah. war the yeah because yeah we um, can say that ML, ML, mlk dies, during the vietnam MLK war, dies and then, basically yeah. and it's like it's like a massive and um, hannah, hannah tells them like over the radio that mlk yeah, is dead it's like so. a dagger through the heart and it's just that they're yeah. struggling to to come to the fact that like they are literally fighting for like what are they doing in this country and and it has that effect on a couple of them like the Daryl Linda character for example he just kind of goes off the rails doesn't he and he takes out oh he's broken he's broken yeah he becomes extremely MAGA doesn't he and I think the whole connection between the five African-American soldiers and how they sort of looked up to Chadwick Boseman's character I think mm-hmm. I like the way Spike did that because they sort of made him to be this kind of mosaic figure if that's a word you know someone who just always knew you know what to do who always had mm-hmm. a whole control of things and who the the other people actually looked up to especially the dara lindo character talking about dr king you're talking about a man of peace and that's what got dr king killed i'm as mad as everybody all us bloods got a right to be but Right. Let nobody use our rage against us. We control our rage. Um, what about you? What worked for you in this movie? Good performances, definitely. That I think that's that's the first thing. Um, Daryl Linder is 
gosh, is beyond incredible. And then you have Chadwick is is very good in the in the little time he gets. Yeah, performances all around are good. And I just I, yeah, it was very just a very fresh take to see it from like the point of view of an all black like uh, military unit, but not to put too fine a point on it this movie doesn't work if Daryl Dar- Lindo isn't as good as he is in this film like he literally mm-hmm. just brings you in and, and he stays with you um the amount of things in terms of like the script and directing that I loved I thought like it's a very entertaining film it's I, yeah, it's I would fun. recommend yeah. this film to like anyone it's a fun film I think you and I were talking offline like but there's a reason it came out in the summer it's because like it's almost like a like a summer blockbuster for like a good chunk of the film it's like it's a almost fun like film Jaws, yeah it's like it's a fun film so it's not like it's not a drag and maybe the way I described it, it might seem like a drag or boring it, it's not trust me like no, the, no, no. the fact that they're buried treasure in Vietnam provides a lot of entertainment for this yeah. film like that's all I would say so it's definitely something I think everybody should watch um, there's some things that just it didn't work for me I just I like it grated me too much I was like oh, I don't really like that but like there's things it's that mess. Like, it's it's not not a mess in like uh, you know like, like a, a terrible movie. It's a mess in that like there's a, a lot a of it. Like it's like a, there's too much all in one and it just doesn't it's like it's it's basically Spike Lee, I said this off, off air as well, it's basically Spike Lee trying to show us exactly how smart and how creative it is. That's right. fine but like when it's 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 too much it's kind of like, for example, you've got a burger, right? You've got the beef they decide to add bacon. They decide to add chicken, ham. Then... Me, nobody's making this burger. What kind of? But like, it's kind of <laughs> stupid analogy. But it's like the burger was good with the bacon and 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 the mm-hmm. beef patty, right? They went to go and add mm-hmm. other things onto it, and it just like if you eat it, it's just it's a mess. It's like it's too much in this. <laughs> what well, no no? It's too much <laughs> in this burger, and it's like if you just kind of if you had a clearer direction of you want to do this and maybe mm. cut out or you can leave out certain different aspects of the movie, mm-hmm. maybe this would have been a much better movie. Yeah. And while I, I think I kind of agree with you in theory, I would change a phrase of like in what you say, like instead of saying too much, I would say a lot. And only because I think to some people, it will not be too right. much. Okay. To some people, it, it, it will be, they'll, they'll, they're okay with it to be enough. The same way you described that burger from hell, some people would eat that burger, right? And they'll be fine with it. I think there's a lot going on in the five bloods, right? Yeah. But more of it is working than is not. Yeah. And the thing, most of the things that are working are working really well. Like, they are working at a very high level, e.g. the Rolindo. So, um, yeah, no, I think I would recommend this movie to anybody. It's, it's a bit long. It's, about like, it's like two and a half hours. It's not Snyder Cut long. Oh my but, goodness! Imagine watching that man four hours. But, Do you know? I don't want to go. No, 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 we're not doing this. We're not going to the Snyder cuts. Uh, <laughs> to be fair, though, to be fair to Dan, to be fair to what's his fucking name, Zack Snyder. Snyder. I watched the first six minutes of Watchmen. That is like that's the best thing he's ever done in his life. Well, the opening credits. The opening credits. The opening, the opening credits of Watchmen is the best six minutes of Zack Snyder's career. Entire filmography. That's the best thing um, he's ever done. I recommend this movie. It's it's a fun, entertaining. And I, like I said, there's a reason it came out in the summer. Um, I hate that it came out in the summer because I think that's the reason Daryl Lindo didn't get an Oscar nomination. I think I was hearing about it. 
What? Would you take it out then? Well, it's easy for me because obviously I haven't seen The Father, so I'll say Gary Oldman. Sorry, I'll say Anthony Hopkins. But I also think Gary Oldman might have been taken out as much as, as, much as we loved his performance. Uh, it's like, I yeah, I think it would be like one of the two white men. <laughs> but yeah, no, I was like, I was hearing about Daryl Lindo way before I was hearing about anybody else. And that's because like, people were, already, like people were like, this is the performance, right? <laughs> but I think it just took too long it took too long to pick for people and people forgot about it and everybody else came into came into focus and like oh this is maybe spike didn't really intend for this to be like the oscar yeah maybe not so i think he's just i mean yeah i don't think yeah, like you nobody puts out a movie in the summer wanting to yeah. be an oscar film like nobody does that you know you like, black panther you're, in it. you're not get out like you're not black you're not black panther you're not going to keep conversation going on for 12 months you're not but speaking about oscars like we said this movie was kind of shut out only has one one um, nomination that's for best score i i don't think it's winning that i think that's going to nah. trent Atticus and john batiste yeah. for so yeah it's gonna be a one nomination zero win for spike Lee's the five bloods but yeah like we haven't spoken much about him but like chadwick is quite good in the film he has only a handful of scenes but no spoilers but like his character dies during the war and <laughs> it was no spoilers, they end up spoiling the entire Yeah, movie. but it's not a spoiler, because, like, I think you know that from, like, the first frame of the movie that he's dead. Um, it was tough, because I only watched this movie recently. It was tough watching Chadwick die on screen, and basically watching, like, them eulogize, and, like, it's not a funeral, but it's, like, a coffin in his picture. Yeah, that was, that that was, like, that was entirely new meaning. Yeah, well, that was that? entirely new. It was, it was tough watching that. Um, but, yeah. Go watch the Five Bloods, like I said. Please support Spike Lee, man. He's one of the yes, yes. Support black cast and black creators and black stuff, man. Like, yeah, that was, we should have to we should have to pitch the Five Bloods to you. Really, it's not it's not homework. It's not you're not going to watch again. You're not going to watch Toby's Asleep. You're going to watch a fun oh, film. Oh man, we're we having very the episode good. on like why slave movies are still important and why we should we're not. Get rid of them. We're not because I'm not. I I don't watch slave movies. I've only watched one slave movie. And that Listen, was the, problem slave, the problem with slave movies is the problem isn't slave movies. The problem is they're only slave movies. Don't cut that so out. So what? I, I... <laughs> <laughs> that actually felt like some kind of bar or something. But like, it's that kind of thing where I don't want to go into like some whole off the tangents or anything. But when people say that there shouldn't be slave movies, just stop. Stop with the slave movies. You don't want to see any more. I'm like, um, yeah. I mean, I get what you're saying. I think the problem is when they're only slave movies mm-hmm. and that's kind of like the only parts or the majority of parts that black actors are getting, that's the problem. But that doesn't mean that they shouldn't be slave movies because yeah. at the end I mean, of the day, look, we need to be reminded educated, yep. and educated. But there should be other movies. There should be just a movie about black people doing stupid things. Somebody, yeah. like, black people go to, like, Miami and shit gets out of hand and they're all trying to get back to... You should direct this movie, Banky. And they should all, <laughs> and they should all get back together or something like I don't know. I just there should be other kind of movies like guys, just not like yeah, you know, yeah, black tragedy good. movies. Um, anyway, should we take a break? We're gonna take a break, <laughs> and then we're gonna talk about Marini's black bottom. Eh, nothing wrong with having nice shoes. Look at Toledo. What was that about Toledo? Nigga got them clobbers. Oh, bro, games. He ain't nothing but a sharecropper. Hey, slow drag. Play something for me. 
man gotta have some shoes that dance like this. He can't dance like this with them clod hoppers Toledo got. That's the trouble with colored folks, always looking to have a good time. More niggas got killed trying to have a good time than God got ways to count. When the world goes wrong and I got the blues. What the hell having a good time mean? That's what I want to know. Got to be more than life than just having a good time if they ain't. And this is a piss poor life we live in if that's all there is to be got out of it. Niggas been having a good time before you was born and they're gonna keep having a good time after you gone. Ain't nobody talking about making a lot for the colored man better for him here in America. Ain't nobody thinking about what kind of life the world they're gonna leave for the youngins. Just show me a good time, that's all I want. Oh, just makes me sick. Good time's what makes life worth living. Nah. Man, I know how to have a good time as well as the next man. <laughs> I just said it got to be more than life than just, just having a good time. I said the colored man ought to be doing more than just trying to have a good time all the time. Well, what is you doing, nigga? You're talking all them highfalutin ideas about making a better world for the colored man. What is you doing to make it better? You playing the music and looking for your next piece of pussy, same as we is. What is you doing? It ain't just me, fool. I said everybody. What you think? I'm going to solve the colored man's problem all by myself? I said we. You understand that? We. That's every living colored man in the world got to do his share, got to do his part. I ain't talking about what I'm going to do. Or you going to do or color, slow dress. Anybody else? I'm talking about what all of us going to do huh, together. That's what I'm talking about, nigga. Well, why don't you just say that then? And we are back. <laughs> oh my goodness. Moraine is Black Bottom. Also available on Netflix. Directed by George C. Wolfe. Um, produced by Denzel and his partner Todd Black. And based on the August Wilson play of the same name. Starring Viola Davis, Chadwick Boseman, Glyn Terman, Coleman Domingo and Michael Potts. What do you think about the film? What do you, what do you think about this film? Saying that, I really liked it. Though. I like really. Wait, you yeah. actually really liked it. Yeah. Do you know this is when I made the original list like six weeks six weeks ago. I was like, this is the film that I'm like, Obira might not. I like blues though. Oh okay. Yeah. You're, what, you're, you're hashtag cultured. No 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 no. I like well this guy. What's his name? I'm not sure if his name. His name is Muddy Waters. He's like one of like the blues, and I listen to him like quite quite frequently, but. I really like this movie. Um, That's good. I'm, I really, I'm, I'm, I really I like that. I proper like concentrated on the performances, and mm. I really like the emotion. These, um, I just like everything that was happening there, especially like the whole, you know, how um, Viola Davis' character Marini was so standoffish with the white producers, and you know, like because she knows she knows her worth, she knows how mm -hmm. much she's mm -hmm. worth to these people, and she's not going to take shit for nothing. And she's going to stand her ground and no one's going to tell her shit and no one's going to push her about. And you still see it to this day and how it applies to this day on how people don't own their masters and how, uh, I don't want to bring it to sports, but like boxing, for example, there was one scene in the movie where they were supposed to pay her 250 bucks mm -hmm. and the guy and the, 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 the nephew, 25 bucks. And they're like, you're paying him 25 bucks from a 250 bucks. And she was like, nope. That's not the arrangement. I was like, this is like, this happens in boxing all the time. And just somebody, I just like that. 
obviously Chadwick is like out of this fucking yeah. world. Chadwick and Viola yeah. Davis are like out of this world. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that in a second. Yeah, yeah. I don't know when, but I'm gonna do an episode entirely on this film. I'm a, like because we are like we said we're not we're not spending too much time on this on this film mostly because of spoilers and also just because we have bigger things we want to talk about. So I feel like there is so much in this movie to unpack in terms mm-hmm. of like, and so we cannot do it justice in the amount of time we're going to give to it. Because like you said about Viola Davis, right? Uh, Viola Davis's character, Marini, she is very standoffish with the white producer because she knows her worth, right? But then you compare and she, that to, and she knows they'll try, they'll try to like screw her, you know. F- yeah, exactly. But then you compare that to Coming back to Chadwick's character, Levy, he he knows the, he knows that as well, but he tries to go the other way. He's yeah. trying to stock up to the white man and then just get what he deserves. And then when the time comes, he can. That contrast is very incredible with the way he plays with shoes as kind of like a metaphor for wealth and standing mm-hmm. and all that. It's really good. Um, yeah, so like there's gonna be it's gonna gonna be an episode on it. I don't know when it's gonna happen, but it's gonna be an episode on this movie because I think the fact that you even like this movie is even better because it means <laughs> it means. It won't be a solo pod. Really not. Um, well, now I know that you like it too. It's you, to be you and I. Um, but yeah, so like this movie takes place over the course of a day where the Marini, who was a real blues singer, the mother of yeah. blues, is recording with her band. Um, she's also accompanied by her nephew, Sylvester, and her girlfriend, um, played by Taylor Page. And Chadwick's character is a character who is very creative and very talented and clearly believes he deserves more. Yeah. Probably rightly, he deserves more in life, but he's also very troubled. Um, just before we we go on, I've mentioned his name before. I've spoken in incredible praise for him, but obviously I was very happy that Coleman Domingo wasn't in, in this film because, like I said, he's he's always good. He's never bad. Yeah, Coleman yeah. Domingo is always good. Um, Glenn Turman as well who played um, Toledo. That was obviously another vet from The Wire, as well as Michael Potts, also from The Wire. So like... From uh, Yeah. Yeah, from Muzern. It's a really good film. I like the film. I I know a lot of people kind of watched it when it first came out. Obviously, the Chadwick effect is quite there. But what's your... What's your relationship with Viola Davis? Do you... Like, I know you... I don't think you want her to get away from her, did you? What's like... Do you have a relationship with her? Do you like... Um... You never believe this, right? So back from 2011, I watched this movie called Doubts. Have you heard about it? Meryl Streep, yeah. I don't know why I watched it with my sister, but we watched them. We're like, this. I remember like Viola. Da- that's I think that's probably the first time I saw Viola Davis, hmm. and um, like it's a it's a tough movie, but I definitely remembered her from that, and her performance then was really really good. Yeah. And I think she got nominated for an Oscar, didn't she? Yeah, and I, it's one of those things where can we go back and can can I pick her roles for her? Mm. Well, no. Can that's we very, her... that's not her picking her roles. Is Can we give her roles? Hollywood. I guess so. I, I guess I don't so. Think, yeah, can we give her yeah, roles? Yeah, that's Hollywood. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. I don't think, yeah, it, it I don't think it was Viola yeah. picking bad roles. Yeah. yeah. Because Viola's um, last... Let's go her last 10 years, right? Let's go from... Actually, let's go from The Help. Because even though it's a problematic film, that was kind of the film that like people were like, "Oh, I know that face." Because the doubt, because doubt, while it was big, as she got a nomination, like it wasn't. We well, haven't watched the help. I was asleep. So let's get from the help. I was asleep. So, 
obviously the Hulk launch in 2011. Let's fast forward a few years. Does Prisoners in 2013 with Denis uh, Yeah, I've seen that. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. She's, she's in Get On Up with Chadwick, right? She's in Michael Mann's Black Hat. Now, what really happens for her is that she gets How to Get Away with Murder in 2014, right? So in 2014, she's what? She's 48 at this point. She wins an Emmy in the first season. Then she just she just starts going. She just starts going. First of all, she gets the quick the quick um, superhero movie check. Suicide Squad, Amanda Waller, done. Fences, 2016, wins her first Oscar. Widows, Steve McQueen. So I've got a nomination. Then she's still doing her... Get, I think she has like five nominations in How to Get a Murder, one win. Then she does Marini's Black Bottom. 2020 she's in suicide squad she's on that movie so like it's weird like she's become a movie star literally since she turned 45 which is so cool and i'm just like so happy for her just like yeah when other actresses more especially other black actresses are like the world doesn't want to listen to them like she was like nah nah, nah i'm here and i'm gonna talk fast as Annalise keaton and i'm gonna win an oscar playing against denzel and you're gonna keep on saying my name yeah i'm very and happy she's like her. doing like she's gonna like make the good movies important movies but at the same time she's making suicide squad yeah and getting a bag yeah you got, you've, got to, you've got to get your bag which is what you gotta do man but yeah like obviously there are literally no parts for her back in the day so what what like before those years what were her roles if you don't mind me asking just like just start from like 2000 or something to be fair, um soderbergh did soderbergh liked her very early. So Soderbergh has her in Out of Sight, 98. Has her in Traffic, 2000. I remember her in that as well. Um, she was in Ocean's Eleven, but I think she was uncredited. Then, then Denzel catches her in 2002, Antoine Fisher. And I think obviously Denzel takes a liking to her. And obviously she then goes to, um, she does Fences on stage with Denzel. Mm-hmm. They become great friends. He makes the movie. She, he brings her back. She wins the Oscar. So I think it was just like I don't know. She was in Syriana, but also uncredited. She was in Gary Get a, a Die Trying. So like it was like she was. I think she was at that point. She was just getting what she could get. Yeah, she was yeah, taking yeah. what she could get. But then people like Soderbergh and Denzel were like they they noticed what was there and tried to like. I like when people. Yeah, she's um, been in four Soderbergh like, films. Four. What's the guy from the? What's the guy that made Fantastic Four? The sec, Josh Trank. Yeah. When Michael B. Jordan was brought in to be. Um, to be human torch and people are complaining like why why is this guy why is um miss why is this guy black why is he like what's going on all the you know this fanboys and incels and stuff like that why is he black and stuff so and but trank was i think trank the working one in the first movie and it was like this guy is not going anywhere because this guy is a fucking star and Mm -hmm. you guys will see it soon but i can see it i just like when people just know they've got something on them yeah um, before we discuss more about Chadwick, do you have any final points on Marini's Black Bottom? Obviously, we're trying to I, avoid talking about spoilers. A lot of things that I really like. I also like the fact that how, um, well, with the exception of um, Chadwick Boseman's character, Levy, um, Marini, which is Viola Davis' character, was really, she was able to recognize that. I think she was quite accommodating with Black people. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, yeah, my Black fans are my first fans. and if all this goes wrong, I could always go back down south anyway. I don't need you guys. And she was always quite good to her band. But Chadwick was a lot more... I mean, we spoke about, like, the demons he was fighting. He was always... And 
he was able to it was just the, the, the stark contrast between two talented people and how one was able to compartmentalize her feelings and sort of she knew how to play the game properly mm. while Chadwick was like I think he was quite naive to trust uh you know music producers and Mm-hmm. He always thought like all these music producers would have his best interests at heart, which was like pretty hilarious. But, yeah, um, I think he thought he thought if he if he played the game the way he knew how, like he didn't. Played. I don't think he, he didn't believe them. He didn't believe in them. He just thought that if he said the right things, they would live up to their yeah. end. Which again, exactly. Right and to be fair, though, he says like towards the start of the movie how life isn't fair. Hmm. but he he just has you know when like when you're involved at something you have so much high hopes for something you kind of get lost in the source so when you know that source all spills over you're like what the fuck <laughs> but like yeah that was all. um yeah i mean i mean also to be fair to marini like she didn't like levy because he kept on trying to out china hit, hit yeah but also hit on her girlfriend and like I don't know, man. Let I mean, it's kind of wrong. Don't do that. But yeah, just don't do that. It's your your boss's girlfriend. Just allow her. Don't don't try to steal your boss's girlfriend. So yeah, if you need a final vote of approval, go watch Marini's Black Bottom. It's ninety minutes on like obviously the five. It's blocks. really short as well. Yeah. Yeah, they're know. both on Netflix. Just uh, let us know how you feel about the movie as well. Yeah, and the performances are just like the top. Like every, every performance is good. The top two are just like really really good yeah speaking of performances um this movie is noted for um five oscars this year best production design best makeup and hairstyling best costume design best actress best actor best actor luck we know that when we were talking about the oscar nominations you were like oh do i think he's getting it only because he passed not only because but mostly because he passed away what are your thoughts now? So read me the nominations again, sorry. Have you got it? Oh, for best for best actor. Yeah, have you got it with you? Best actor, um, Chadwick. Yeah. Um, Steven Yeun for Minari, um, Riz Ahmed for Sound of Metal, Gary Oldman for Mac, and Anthony Hopkins from For the Father. All of the dome. Didn't even need to look it up. Let's go. Right. Look at you, man. Movie expert. <laughs> um uh, yeah. To be fair though. I'm not really, if any, I don't think his performance was like a clear step above everybody else's. I don't, I don't think the guy, I don't think it's like a Heath, I don't think it's like a Heath Ledger, but I think it's probably either that. I really liked Riz Ahmed. <laughs> I don't know why I really like the performance, but I really liked that performance so much. Out of those three, so Chadwick, Riz, or Steven, if you give me any of those three, I wouldn't mind any of those three winning probably riz or chadwick for me i'd say but i don't think chadwick is like a clear um he's like heads and shoulders above everybody else i don't think he's that clear but i think i think it is i think he is i don't think he's like miles ahead of the pack i think he's a couple steps ahead i think that's enough then obviously and that's without the obviously baggage of and then you think about that like when you watch the performance think about the baggage that he actually has in real life it's like almost blurs the line between acting and like was this was this chadwick talking not levy yeah no i, I think even if he was still alive he would it might not be the outright winner but he would deserve this win and i think in a year where he passed away we just like yeah give it to him we're gonna talk more about about chadwick 
and the incredible legacy that he's left behind in a second. Hope you guys stay with us. Nigga talk about life is fair and ain't got a pot to piss in. All right, now I'm going to tell you something. A nigga going to be dissatisfied no matter what. Niggas got a right to be dissatisfied. Is you going to be satisfied with a bone somebody done throwed you when you done seen them eating a the whole hog? You lucky they let you be an entertainer. You're lucky and don't even know it. I'm talking about being satisfied with a bone somebody done throwed you. That's what's the matter with y'all. You're satisfied sitting in one place. As soon as I get my band together and record them songs Mr. Sturdivant done told me I can make, I'm going to be like Ma and tell the white man just what he can do. Ma tell Mr. Irvin she leaving, Mr. Irvin get down on his knees and beg her to stay. That's the way I'm going to be. Make the white man respect me. This childhood performance, obviously, you like it. And I think if you know, got a fair world where he didn't pass away, you'd be like, you'd be okay with him steering or, or Riz winning. I really like this performance. There are lots of just, I don't know if it's, I 100% know it obviously has to do with obviously the fact that he passed away, but knowing that he did what he did in this movie while battling cancer is just like, and then even without all that, it's just incredible acting as in like, as someone who like is interested in craft and everything, just watching what he does, like he, not that this is obviously more, not as more difficult acting than being very center, but it's actually things that it's very unlike Chadwick, right? Mm -hmm. All his other roles, even in The Five Bloods, all his other roles are kind of like he's the guy, right? Mm -hmm. he, he does the other one. He does the very internal acting and he's like very smart and very sturdy and like everything. He, like he's calm and, and, and he's not, he's not trouble. He's not going to, like, but in this movie, he's troubled. He's, like, erratic, and it's so over the And I was like, this is not Chadwick I've ever, it's not Chadwick I've ever seen before. So, so yeah, that was, for me, I really liked the performance. I, I just think it's just very good acting. I, I don't know how to say it without, obviously, like I said earlier, he has, like, two and a half monologues that are just incredible. But I don't want to keep on rambling. What did you think about the performance? Yeah, really good. good. Really good. Um, Probably his best definitely mm -hmm. his best um, performance to date and um it's that kind of thing where in one movie like how many or what what kind of emotions are you able to exhibit in one movie obviously it applies to the story as well but all these sort of emotions you're supposed to be feeling so in this movie he does confidence and you know swagger and all that kind of thing he does you know quite you know, quite naive, quite happy and childish, especially when he's like showing them his shoe, look at my shoe and everything. Mm -hmm. He does, um, obviously does like, um, the, when he goes in one of his monologues about his family, just, um, you know, can feel the pain through the screen. Mm -hmm. And, you know, also like when he's, when he's with, um, who's it, Dusty, I think that's the, the girl's name. Dusty me, yeah. And, you know, he's quite charming as well. So all these different things he's able to bring into his performance and obviously towards the end where there's um he's able to all lash out and that's kind of like the erratic kind of rage comes in. And he does he's yeah, able to do everything well, really, really mm -hmm. well. Um so, I mean so well. So so well. And uh really good man. Really I'm not sure <laughs> what what there is to say, but just like being able to convey everything really well. Yeah, um, and I, I think as I was trying to say earlier, like it's just, there's a lot going on in this character. You see all of that in, in Chadwick's performance. Anyway, let's rewind. Let's go back a few years. When did you 
when did you first learn about Chadwick? Did you watch like 42 and get on up when it came out? Nope. When I was like properly, when I first got into American football around like 20, 2013, 2014, I saw the, all the greatest movies of all Did you watch Drafty? I, I watched Drafty, yeah. And he was in the movie. I think it was actually supposed to be Born Pit or something. Yeah. And I was like, okay, who's this guy? He looks like he has something there. And that's kind of like how I first saw him. Um, hmm. Like he really, there wasn't like the movie was like terrible all over the place, flawed and everything. But you could kind of see there was something there. I wasn't sh- exactly yeah. sure what it was. Like obviously you can't watch someone from that performance and say, oh, you're going to be like one of the best black actors, one of the best actors in general of our generation. You can't take mm-hmm. that from that performance. But I knew there was something there. I wasn't sure exactly what it is. Maybe it was only after he passed away people were able to take a step back and were like, oh, wow. Yeah. Like, I think when it was happening, we're like, oh, yeah, Chadwick is like, I can't know something about it in the piece I wrote up about him when he passed mm-hmm. away. It was like, oh, we're like, oh, Chadwick is playing Thurgood Marshall. He's playing Jackie Robinson. He's playing James Brown. He's playing T'Challa. And like, well, no, but we hadn't sat down to like say, oh, Chadwick has played all these people mm-hmm. like already. Right, it was it was just like, oh yeah, okay, he's doing all these guys and everything. And I think he's giving knockout performances in every single one. The quality of the movies may, may may vary, but his performances are always good. Yeah, and it's only when he passed away we look back and we're like, oh, this guy was. He wasn't just a great actor; he was a movie star. Yeah, like he's gliding through these movies like a movie star. And I I realized that when, I don't, I'm not going to spoil the movie because I know you haven't seen it, but when I watched Twenty One Bridges. It's like the action movie, isn't it? Yeah, the the thriller, and I was like, I think I I think I might have tweeted something about it. I watched it in like maybe in November, or December. Then, <laughs> basically, I didn't want to. I was obviously I was going to watch Marini's Black Bottom, but that couldn't be the first thing I watched after he passed away because it'd been too much for me. So I went to watch Twenty One Bridges first just to kind of get myself into the mood, and then I watched Marini, and then I'm watching Twenty One Bridges. I'm like, oh, this guy is doing Denzel. Oh, this guy is just say this guy's a movie star. Like exactly. If if we had twenty more years of this guy, this guy would have been incredible. Like he's just the movies the movies are going through him. He's controlling every scene. He's just gliding, he's moving from gear to gear. And I was like, oh. So like apart from the, the emotional loss, we've just we've lost like a titan of cinema. It's one of those things that you don't really know what you have until it's lost. And I think he's like it's just like because he had I think for most people, he basically came into consciousness, public consciousness with um, I mean, the Black Panther mm-hmm. um, character, which was really, really good. And like when he came out in Civil War, that was just so fucking badass when he was chasing... Bucky on the, on the roof. Yeah. Um, SCV chase as well. Was that the first time you see him? It was. So the roof, the roof leads to the, yeah, yeah, SCV, to the, right, the SCV right, chase, right. yeah. And I was just like, mate, I want to fucking do that as well. I want to fucking... <laughs> chase somebody on the roof and scratch someone's SUV car some but like I think that's kind of like how most people do. but you can see the range though you mm-hmm. can see like what he's able to um how he was able to play all these characters like you know there was the MCU um there was the like look at what he's done with the Marini's back bottom you can see like he's a really great exceptional actor you can also mm-hmm. see like he's um doing this like with the 21 bridges that's is that an action movie or a thriller the thriller. It's like, a thriller. It's, it's, like, it's, it's like a cop thriller. It's yeah. And he's doing that as well. So he's able he like he's trying to branch out and do different things and yeah. show his range yeah. and stuff, which is like 
like you know he's trying to do things he's trying to explore himself and you know can i do this oh why don't i try this okay i'm gonna try this and see how it goes and i really like that he was able to do that and even with all his performances he was able to stand out as well so yeah just I unfortunate mean, man i feel like after what i've been having he would have been a proper movie star i'd say yeah because like i saw a, an interview with him when he was promoting 21 bridges and it was like he was so happy because like these are the movies that he grew up watching and like, he loved this kind of movies right so yeah, these are the movies that like he wanted to make so you can see that like he would have made many more of these kind of movies if he had the time and like his filmography when you look at it it doesn't look like a, an actor's filmography it looks like a director's filmography right? yeah so he has 15 movies on that mm-hmm. filmography right we can probably just take away like four or five because they're just not worth not worth talking about right so so go away draft day go away gods of egypt what's go draft day what the hell <laughs> go away message from the king but then you but then it's like people will look at this filmography and be like who was this guy was mm-hmm. was this guy the biggest person on earth like you're telling me that the one man did um jackie robinson james brown black panther thurgood marshall and then won an Oscar for his last film. Like you're, you're saying that this is one person's filmography is like in ten films. Is that what we're saying? Like Crazy, isn't it, it does not make it's so good. There is no way to not look at it like he, this guy knew what he was doing. Yeah. The fact that he did every Marvel movie while he had cancer, like he did every Marvel stunts that he did while dealing with cancer. There's no like just that one sentence is enough. Like, 21 Bridges is jumping over, like, car hoods and he's chasing criminals. Like, he's about to die when he's shooting this film. The things he's doing in Marine... The, 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 there are times when I'm watching Marine's black when he's shouting and, I, and I'm scared. Like, irrationally, but I'm scared that he's going to, like, just shout and die on screen. Because I'm like, Chadwick, please be careful. You, you're sick. Rash, rational has left. I know he's passed away. I know it's not gonna happen. I know no movie's gonna come out with this person dying. But like, I'm just like, I'm I'm scared for him. I'm like, stop shouting so much because I know what you're di- what you're going through. Brothers, guy, come on and save this nigga. Come on and save him like you did my mama. Save him like you did my mama. I heard her when she. I heard her when she said, Lord, have mercy. Jesus, help me. Please, God, have mercy on me, Lord. Jesus, help me. Did you turn your back? Did you turn your back, motherfucker? Did you turn your back? Come on. Come on and turn your back on me. Turn your back on me. Come on, where's you? Come on and turn your back on me. Turn your back on me, motherfucker. I'll cut your heart out. Come on, what's the matter? Where's you? Come on and turn your back on me. That's, that's not to say of the, like, the countless black kids that he inspired the countless aspiring black actors that he inspired it it wasn't there like some story about how like denzel put him through like acting school or something oh yeah so um felicia rashad the mother from cosby show she would get like 
young, I think black or mostly black, like aspiring actors. And then they would do like a semester abroad. So here in the UK, but he couldn't afford it. So what Felicia would do is that she would usually get like her famous black friends, essentially, Mm -hmm to donate and they will like ghost sponsor a kid they won't know who they're sponsoring and then denzel sponsored chadwick okay yeah and then and there's a funny story that chadwick tells where he's like he goes to denzel when when he obviously he's become black panther i guess and he's like oh yeah you're the one that paid for me to go to like thank you very much or whatever and then, and then and then denzel is like okay where's my money like, <laughs> like are you gonna pay me back exactly. <laughs> uh, pay back without, without disney money without mcu money um yeah, it's. This was an episode that I knew what I was going to do, right? I think once I knew we we're doing a podcast, I knew we we're going to do a Chadwick episode. I knew we we're going to do. Once I knew he was going for an Oscar, I was like, 100%. Because it's like, I don't think we can ever talk too much about Chadwick's role and his importance. I don't think we can overestimate. I can't only imagine if I was a 15, 16 year old kid trying to be an actor, right? A black kid trying to be an actor, and then I had seen Chadwick in the past six years i can only imagine like the impact that has because the impact that has on me now just like it, it it's this man was um and then we also just lost a collection of great action good to great action thrillers like the man on fires and the inside man's from 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 chadwick yeah because he'll have been doing that he'll have probably obviously carried on with the MCU for a Yeah, I've got like, I was thinking about, we've probably got like four or five more MCU films. That, then I've been doing like some other films along the way. I think like the um, Oscar kind of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. movies, which um, are more favorable towards Oscar voters. Yeah. And maybe he might have been doing some, um, other, well, I don't know, I'm not sure if that was like him, but probably just doing like some rom-com or something. Maybe, or... maybe I've got one, even not rom-com, just like he was funny. He hosted SNL, a very good SNL episode. Yeah. He was so good in that SNL episode. I was like, wow. Like, he would have, he, he was so young, man. Like, no, it's just, he was 43. Like, you have at least 15 more years where you can still just do everything. Then after that, you can you start slowing down and you do only the, the you're only the father in the drama or whatever. But still, it, it's, it's inc- it's incredibly sad and i just like i for anyone listening i really don't want this to be there is no way to avoid it being a downer right it's gonna be a downer episode but i really wanted us to i wanted to, i wanted to be more celebrating yeah. um him than than really mourning him because I, I think we've, we've done quite a bit of mourning in the past six or seven months or whatever he had an incredible career he had a career that like honestly it just it just cannot be killed. Like, it, it will always, it will live on forever. Like, it will always be there. It will always be performance that people, like, the group of performances, like, that people talk about, like. So, um, thank God we got him. Yeah, Thank man. God we got him for the time we got him. Thank God he gave us, because I remember watching Black Panther, and I'm so sorry, because it feels like I'm rambling. But I watched Black Panther, and then I told a friend, I was like, oh, I really hope Chadwick doesn't get lost in the shuffle of praise for Michael B. Jordan. Because obviously everybody was praising, praising Michael B. Jordan because, fair enough, it was a good performance, right? It was a showier performance. Chadwick was very notchy. But I was like, what he's doing is so impressive. Like, what he's doing throughout that movie is so good. 
the moment he appeared in Infinity War, sorry, in Endgame, through the portal, my my cinema, oh, went, yeah, my cinema was... went wild. <laughs> my theater just went wild when he appears. Even even in Infinity War, when we're going to Wakanda, and then we see him for the first time, my theater went wild. Like, and you obviously on record as to having Black Panther very high in your your Marvel yeah, Marvel list. Like, yeah. It's not as high for me, but it's still a movie that I think is I think it's a good. I like. I do not entertain any argument that says that it's not a good movie. Like, it's a top movie, top MCU movie for me. So, and I think it also lies just down to what he does in that movie. You were wrong to abandon him. I chose my people. I chose Wakanda. Our future depended on... You were wrong! All of you were wrong! To turn your backs on the rest of the world! We let the fear of our discovery stop us from doing what is right. No more! I cannot... Stay here with you. I cannot rest. While he sits on the throne, he is a monster of our own making. I must take the mantle back. I must. I must right these wrongs. To have this many great performances in such a short period of time, in such a wide range of this this guy could sing, he could dance, he could like he left his Yeah, that's for, that's you're bringing that up actually. He could actually sing as well, couldn't he? Yeah, I think he sang all the songs for um Get On Up. He could dance. He learned to dance for Get On Up. He performed he played instruments for Marini's Black Bottom. Like Yeah. He he was the guy. So it's yeah, man. He was he was good. In my reigns, Blackwater Boy, he was always good. He was always good in everything. Yeah, man. Rest in peace, man. Yeah. Rest, Rest in, in peace to a bona fide legend. Um, before we get out of here, I heard you have a T'Challa impression. Stop. Are we gonna hear you? Oh my impression? god, I can't even do it, man. I should. <laughs> nah, I can't do it. I can't do it anymore, man. I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. We should have we should have applied you with a bit more alcohol before before it yeah. happened. Oh, who said I who said I who said I can't go get more now actually? Yeah, but there's um, not enough time for you to get drunk enough for me to get the child. Yeah. Well, I could do it sober, but it's just like I don't know. Okay. You yeah. already have one impression on the record in this podcast. Maybe, maybe we shouldn't get a second maybe, one. Yeah, cause... maybe we put that on the put that at the like at the start of the before you play the. the if music. you if you want to listen to to um Obiora's impression, sign up to our OnlyFans. It, it will be there. So make serious money actually on OnlyFans. Put like, any money on OnlyFans, man. They even fucking get it. Sign up to OnlyFans, and we'll, we'll have it there. Um, yeah, man. Do you have any other thoughts about the legacy of Chadwick Boseman? Yeah, I just wish I'd. Yeah, I wish you'd like because what you see is filmography. It's like it's not as it's, it's was it fifteen movies? Yeah, and it's like I wish I'd. I wish I'd gotten ten more years because I think it's wish, like yeah. from now I think his career like his career like like Black Panther like fucking exploded and everything but I feel like this mm. was where you start you probably get to see him in more difference and 
you know, rangy roles and you mm-hmm. know, like, oh, Chadwick Boseman's in this movie. Oh, I'm going to watch this movie now rather than oh, it's an MC movie or oh, it's a Black Panther movie. What Chadwick Boseman? And I like that's kind of like I haven't watched it yet, but Twenty One Bridges. Mm. Oh, it's a Chadwick Boseman movie. I'm going to watch that movie, and I felt like this was that was like the start of that kind of feeling towards mm-hmm. him, sentiment on. I'm going to watch this movie because he's in the movie and I know what I'm going to expect from mm-hmm. that kind of movie and what kind of performance that he's going to give me. So, yeah, man, fucking cancer sucks, doesn't it? Oh, fuck cancer. I was rewatching Endgame the other day. There's a sequence when they're trying was it to... The, was it a sequence where, like, it was all the female superheroes that came around? No, why would I talk about that in the Chadwick episode? <laughs> what that sequence was like? It was, there was a sequence. There was a sequence where... When they're trying to move the the Infinity Gauntlet from basically from Thanos all the way to the, the time machine in the van, and it basically moves from like the old Avengers to mm-hmm. the new guys, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And I think Clint Hawkeye is the last person to have it, and T'Challa takes it from him, right? It was meant to signify that transfer of power from like the old Avengers to to the new guys that were coming, and T'Challa takes it from him. I think I think it's to Spider Man. I'm, I'm not I'm not sure, but mm-hmm. I saw that happen. He was meant to be the conduit, and I was like, a part of me was just like, ah. Oh. I was like, ah, oh. like the, the the future of like the Black Panther and MCU that we lost. Like, there were I can't imagine the plans that were that were in store for T'Challa. It's just sad rewatching that. Um, this was the first. Not obviously. I don't get. I don't get too. Yeah, no. Stop. Stop at terrible. Stop at terrible. But this is not a sad episode. Go watch a Chadwick film, man. Go, go watch a film too. If there's one you haven't seen, go watch it. If you haven't seen Get On Up or um, Forty Two, go watch that. If you haven't seen Twenty One Bridges, really go watch that because that's just really fun. Mm. Um, that's on Netflix as well, isn't it? I don't know. It's on something. Is that on Netflix or Prime? Prime, yeah, one of those. Yeah. Um, let's just is he was one of the greats. And let's all be happy because he's about to win an Oscar, and I want that to be a celebration and us to be happy for that. And yeah, man, thank you, thank you, Chadwick, for the for bringing Black American icons to screen for portraying T'Challa so holy, um, and for clearly caring about your race and your art and all the other cliche things that people say, but was very true with you. Thank you so much, and I don't know, we just hope you're finally resting. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thank you to everyone. Thank you to my co-host, Obiwa Georgi Fiatcha. Thank you to our regular producers, Ibuka Namani and Chinidui Heji. Um, shout out to Chadwick Boseman, his wife, and their family. We hope you guys are all just dealing with the loss as best as you can. Shout out to DMX and his family. Wish only the best for his family in dealing with this incredible loss. Um, yeah, we're doing an Oscars episode the day after the Oscars. The hour after the Oscars. And it will be out the day after the Oscars. We hope you guys come back for that episode. Because if not, it's been a waste of our time. And that's just really, really painful for us. Um, yeah. <laughs> See you guys later. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye. In my culture, death is not the end. It's more of a 
Stepping off point. You reach out with both hands and bust and segment. They lead you into the green veld where you can run forever. That sounds very peaceful. My father thought so.